and welcome to the Beneath the Dirt Podcast. I'm your host, Rombone. Thank you for tuning in. Episode 186 in the high. What's good, everybody? Thank you for tuning in, whether you're on YouTube or your favorite podcasting app. And what's really good? How y'all doing out there? Y'all staying safe? Y'all getting into some shit? Y'all hung over? Don't lie. It's okay. You can tell Uncle Roan. You hung over, motherfucker? It's all right. How good if you are? You high? You high, motherfucker? What's wrong with you? <laughs> What's wrong with me? I'm fucking chilling. I'm doing good. What the fuck is up, man? We here. We live. We in effect. All that good shit, man. And yeah, we got some shit to talk about this week. And uh, I've been a busy motherfucker this last week. In the last seven days, including today's podcast, this will be the fifth podcast I did this week for the Beneath the Dare podcast. Where are the other ones? Well, one already came out. Scotty D, the interview with Scotty D of Fago Lovers. Shout out to Scotty for doing this. Uh, it was super dope. Shout out to Joker's Gallery for hooking up the connection to Scotty D. And uh, I've been getting love on the uh, interview with Scotty D. It's fucking fresh. I've been getting love on all the interviews. So go peep that. It's up on YouTube, all the podcast apps, everywhere. Much fucking love for all the feedback on it. Super dope. I got another interview in the bag. We got I got a special fucking show coming up in a couple weeks that I recorded just last night, actually. And yeah, we staying motherfucking busy over here, man. It feels good. Feels good, man. Cranking out two podcasts a week. It can be stressful at times. Booking the guests, but in the end, like once it's recorded and done, it's like, man. This shit is dope. I'm having a lot of fun doing this shit right now. And thank you to everybody for the love. I love you. I love you a lot. And I hope you love me. And if you don't, oh fucking well. But yeah, be on the lookout for more interviews, more special guests. And this fucking podcast that we do every Monday over here at Beneath the Dirt. Now. Let's get into some new music and news, shall we? I think we shall, motherfucker. My favorite release this week. Man, I said I wasn't even going to listen to it. Just seven days ago, I said I'm not going to listen to this album. Well, as it turns out, I listened to the album, and it's fucking amazing. <laughs> Slaughterhouse. Well, the rise and fall of Slaughterhouse King Crooked, Joel Ortiz, man, they really deaded this Slaughterhouse shit with this project right here, and, you know, I know I likened it to Twisted or ICP doing Lotus shit without the other side, but maybe I will not, maybe I'm not as invested in Slaughterhouse as I thought, or maybe I just like dope music, I don't know. But this album is fire. 13 tracks, 48 minutes, not one weak moment on this track from the intro to the very last song. Joel King Crooked, kill it on here. The production's on, on here is fire. We got some Heatmakers production uh, along with some others. I don't have the list in front of me. But if you liked Joel Ortiz and King Crooked's first project, Hard, Housing Authority Rap District, you're definitely going to like this one. Even though they're dead in the slaughterhouse shit, they are throwing jabs at Joe Budden and Royce to 5'9". They could say they're not. They could say they're telling their truth, you know, which, you know, to be fair, they are. But, man, it's fucking... I watched the the Joe Budden podcast. I haven't watched Joe Budden podcast in a long ass time, but I watched him address this shit. We talked about the live that Royce, Joe, and Joel it uh, Joel did last week. I watched the interview with King Crooked, uh, the one that he did with Bootleg Kev. Watched him get his side out there, and it just it just ain't good. It just seems like it's all over the place. You know, you don't can't really tell who's telling the truth or what. But all I know. 
is this album is fire. If you liked Slaughterhouse, or if you fuck with any of these dudes solo, especially Crook or Joel, man, you got to peep this album. It's so good. I mean, they got a song on here called Fuck Glasshouse. Glasshouse was the album that was supposed to come out on Shady, their second album that was supposed to come out on Shady Records. But, I mean, yeah, that kind of gives you the the shit that they're on on this album. But it's really good. My favorite album this week, and this is going to be a top contender for the year. Like, I've been bumping it. I bumped it probably three, four times this weekend. I like this shit, man. And I I really like their first project that they did together. The Hard Project, Joel and Crooked. and. I think that was like a top five, definitely a top 10, but possibly a top five of 2020. And this shit right here, amazing follow-up to it. Sad that they're killing the Slaughterhouse shit because I fucks with Slaughterhouse. I got all their projects, been listening to them since the first one. So, you know, even though they're putting the nail in the coffin on the Slaughterhouse thing, they just put together a really... Dope album. And uh, I think you should give it a consideration or a listen. 100%. I know I've put people on some other shit before. If you just like pure hip-hop, that's what that, that's what that album is. Just straight hip-hop, them fucking killing the group idea that they had. And yeah, R.I.P. Slaughterhouse. Unfortunately. I'm glad I got to see them live. Now I don't have to say, man, I wish I got to see, I wish I would have got to see them live. I think I saw them live. It was right before Our House came out in Boston. That shit was fire too. Super dope. They're all, that was back when they were all fucking drinking, getting fucked up. They're all drinking bottles on stage and shit. Just before they all got sober. But a fire album. Really dope. And then. My favorite song of the week, Low Key. He dropped his new single with Dirty called Stay Strong. Following the, the theme, you know, the artwork is following the theme of the previous singles that Low Key released this year. And yeah, of all the new songs that came out this week, this one's probably my favorite. And I'm curious to, if this if these songs are part of a project from low key or if they're just going to be standalone singles, you know, they all have like a similar theme, you know, as far as like the artwork, there's X's in the song titles, replacing the vowels. So it's like, we got this common theme running through these singles. And is it all going to end up on an album at some point? I don't know. I'd like to see it. Of course, I'd welcome a new Loki album at any time. But I fucks with the song. If you fucks with Loki, it's not wicked shit. It doesn't sound like any of the oracles. This is just, you know, some stay strong, like, you know, we in the music, you, this is my life, and, you know, we're, we're just going to keep fucking grinding, you know, that type of shit. Maybe. I think it's safe to say on the softer side as far as Loki goes. You know? The one thing about Loki is this dude just plays with the sounds, man. He just... You never know what the fuck you're gonna get from Loki. You just don't. So go peep that new single with Dirty called Stay Strong. That shit... I like it. You know, kind of threw me off first listen, but after a couple listens, I was like, I dig this shit. It's a lot different. It ain't the wicked shit, like I said. It ain't dark. Kind of. I say lighthearted just in the way that it sounds, but lyrics-wise, you know, they're, they're Loke and Dirty are going hard as fuck. And Dirty's part of Mission Effect, too. Maybe one day we'll get a new Mission Effect album, even though it's been, like, what, five, six years since Chemical Threats 3 and 4? Both those shits were fire. And Dirty, that was the first time Dirty appeared as a member of Mission Infect. So yeah. Go peep that shit if you ain't fucking done it already on the pre-orders. 
The motherfucking pre-orders for Buckshot's Never Safe are up now. You got plenty of bundles to choose from. If you wish, you got jerseys, shorts, motherfucking CDs, limited edition CDs, USB drives, T-shirts, 3D lenticular covers, CDs that come in tin cases. Pre-orders are up for that now. The release date, we got an official release date. Uh, if you do go pre-order up on the web store, it does say April 8th is the official release date for Never Safe. Now, if we know one thing from Buckshot, April 8th might be the day that he's trying to get the physical product out because it always seems like that we, we get the physical product first and then a week or two later, we get the digital release. So I'm just going to assume the April 8th release date is for the physical and maybe a week later or so we get digital. But who knows? Maybe April 8th is digital. I guess we just got to wait and find out. But I'm hyped for it. New, new Buckshot dropping just under a month. Go get your motherfucking pre-order. I saw him posting up on uh, Twitter and shit saying the pre-order, you know, the pre-orders are doing good for the EP, which is dope to see. And, uh, yeah. I went from not being a Buckshot fan to getting down with the group projects to now, fuck it, I'm just going to buy the Buckshot albums. I'm, 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 I'm hyped to listen to the Buckshot solo albums too now. So it's fucking, it's fresh to see, man. And on last week's show, I have to, when I make mistakes, when I report shit wrong, it's only right that I correct what was wrong. Because if I don't, then you can't take me as a reliable source for fucking information. Last week, I posted this up on Twitter as well. I wrote, I reported on last week's podcast that the ICP's, ICP NFTs translated to 2500 US dollars, which was wrong. It's actually around 250 And that is true. So the 0.08 Ethereum translate to roughly between 200 and $250. A lot cheaper than the 2500 A lot less than what I was actually expecting. I don't know how many they have sold. I haven't checked it out. But I mean at 200 you know say 250 bucks on the high end depending on what Ethereum's doing. It's not bad to get a little bit of a licensing to one of ICP songs. Especially Take Me Home. I I fucking said it before, say it again. Just some classic shit off the Bizarre Bizarre albums. So yeah, when I report shit wrong, it's really my duty to write that wrong because it's it's the it's the fucking right thing to do. And it's okay to be wrong every once in a while. And it's a, it's okay to admit when you're wrong. It's okay, buddy. It's okay, come here. Bring it in. Bring it in for a hug. I'll give you a nice fucking hug, you fuck. But <laughs> Um, also last week's podcast, I do want to apologize for last week's podcast as well, because it was a very short podcast. I wasn't feeling well. I had to edit a couple points in the podcast. If you watch it on YouTube, you could tell probably couldn't tell through the audio version, but like, I just had a fucking, I don't know what it was. It was like a day sickness or like one day sickness or what, but like my nose was just constant constantly running i was all stuffed up just kind of felt like shit and i just kind of rushed through that episode so i do want to apologize for that as well like i just wasn't feeling up to the weather but i was good enough to record a show maybe not the best of shows that i've ever done but you know you can't win them all and i do appreciate the love for the show last week I'm not asking for fucking pity, not asking you to feel bad for me. I'm just apologizing 
because I may not have put out the you know, the best of product last Monday. It happens. Shit fucking happens, you know? And I'm sorry. Fucking sorry, man. Fucking sorry. Well, let's get into some more news. Let's get into the main story this week, shall we? Bloody Brothers. The Bloody Brothers single actually fucking is, happened. Shout out to Ben Stockwell for sending me the pictures of the CD artwork. I think he sent it to me on Friday. Thursday, Friday, I forget which day. Regardless, the Bloody Brothers single is here and people are getting them. I'm seeing reports all over the place. People receiving their Bloody Brothers single almost a year later. A year later. Hey, better late than never, right? You know, props to them for actually following through with the Bloody Brothers single. Like, I've questioned it a few times. Didn't think it was going to actually fucking happen. Like, what happened to Bloody Brothers? Here's another thing they promised, and they didn't follow through on. Well, sometimes you just got to fucking wait. And wait, the Juggalos did. It got uploaded to YouTube, of course, with the fucking quickness. Uh, Scotty Diofago Lovers actually uploaded it. And the song is called After Murder Sunrise. The first Bloody Brothers single. And the first time the Bloody Brothers project was teased was over 20 years ago. It was teased as the most ruthless, southern, murderous, serial killer shit ever. That's how it was advertised 20 years ago. The Bloody Brothers gimmick ended up becoming, allegedly became the Boondocks gimmick. I like throwing the allegedly's out there. Um, <laughs> but it was, it was, it was always advertised as the most ruthless, 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 fuck man, can't even talk, ruthless, redneck, hillbilly, down south, serial killer murder shit. And they gave us After Murder Sunrise. And it does not live up to the hype. This Bloody Brothers is bloody bad. Bad joke, maybe. I don't know, but it's... Wow. Props to anybody that actually listened to the whole song. Props. I don't know how you did it, if you in fact did it. I saw a lot of poop emojis for this song over the weekend. And I don't know if they just like felt like they had to just say, fuck it. This is the best we got. And just put it out, pressed it up on a CD or what. But man, I, I thought the Bloody Brothers project was going to be not this. Not some country music, country singing type shit. I didn't even make it to the hook. I'll be honest. like. As soon as the, the the music started, it was like, oh no. This, <laughs> this ain't it. This is not it. This is not the Bloody Brothers I was expecting. And if this is the direction that they want to go with the Bloody Brothers, count me all the way out. Count me out. I am tapped out. Nope. That's not an applause. That's me tapping the fuck out. I'm not in for I'm not here for that shit, man. Such a disappointment. Such a disappointment. I don't even know what else to say, but the fact that Bloody Brothers even happened is damn near a fucking miracle. I can't believe this shit actually came out, came to fruition. Like, god damn. It took almost a year. Actually, it took fucking two decades, but shit. It took almost a year from the first single that was announced to come out. It was part of what? The Red Moons and Goons and Loons of Runes and Junes from last year? The Patreon that they did, I believe, because they had the Hootenanny Hoedown, right? So, yeah, better late than never. The fact that it actually came out, I don't know how many people got it. I don't know how many were pressed up. Maybe it'll be on sale at some point. 
because um, nothing is ever as limited limited as it seems. But what a disappointment for this single. Two decades in the making, and we get some low-tier country music. Now, to be fair, I'm not a fan of country music as well. So, that's automatically going against them. Two, trying to do like the the the, the southern act, like Violent J trying to do the southern accent while singing. It's not it. It's not it. I don't know what I was expecting with Bloody Brothers. I don't know if it's meant to be like a joke. People will say it's ICP. It's not meant to be taken seriously. But this shit is seriously hilarious. How about that? Uh, How about that? Is it meant to be like, I was, when I think of Bloody Brothers and they were talking about the most ruthless serial killer shit, down south shit, I'm expecting like some crunk shit, some 3-6 Mafia shit from back in the day, some Lil John shit from back in the day, some hype shit. Crunk murderous shit, like horrorcore crunk shit. That's what I was expecting. Not some country music. But, again, props to them for actually getting the shit out. Took fucking damn near forever. Or it did take forever. But man, I don't know. Not looking forward to a Bloody Brothers project at all at this point. Not after hearing After Murder Sunrise. It is up on YouTube if you do want to listen to it. No word if it'll be released digitally or not. Probably not. It seems like they're taking these Patreon-exclusive EPs like the House Party Peep Show. And uh, actually, they did release Yum Yum's Lure digitally, but I don't think that was ever meant to be exclusive. Like House Party Peep Show was. So yeah, no word on digital release. But it is up on YouTube. Go peep it. If you you are so inclined, especially after the review I gave it. Because it's fire, man. I mean, poop fire. Fire poop? I don't fucking know. But, (laughs) man. Let's get into some more ICP news instead of dwelling on that shit. Uh, ICP had the slideshow showcase. Is that what they call the shit? The slideshow, ICP slideshow spectacular last Thursday. And this is where they look at old pictures, maybe some new pictures and just talk about it and break shit down. It was such a dope show. I love the slideshow spectacular. One of the better shows that ICP does. For the, you know, the Twitch streams, formerly the Patreon streams. And I just love the podcasting style stuff that they do where they're just talking. Like, anytime they're just talking is the best. Um, you know, versus like Juggalo Court or, uh, you know, Catch 21, Juggalo Catch 21, stuff like that. Not really feeling those shows, but the podcast style shows where they're talking about specific topics and whatnot. Super fresh, and it was a really dope show. If you are a subscriber, you can watch the reruns. Again, Amazon Prime, it's free to subscribe on Twitch if you have Amazon Prime. And it's like five bucks a month if you don't have Amazon Prime, if you subscribe. Um, But the reason why I bring up the Slideshow Spectacular is because they made a couple announcements during the live stream. The first announcement that they made on the live stream was that the second single from Violent J's Walking Home series, Walking Home Tuesday, he said will drop next month. He was in the lab with Kuma recording it for two days, laying the vocals down. Kuma's handling either the engineering and or production of it. Regardless, I like that Kuma is involved. And I fucked with the Walking Home Monday single. I really did. I like that song. Catchy, dope storytelling from Violent J. And, you know, introducing all the characters on the song. A a really good way 
to start the Walking Home series. So I'm looking forward to the second single and so forth. He did confirm that there is a board game coming with it. No word if a vinyl will still happen. From what I understand, vinyl production right now is just mega slow, mad slow. Like you got to order shit way in advance. So I guess we'll have to wait and see if, you know, there will be a vinyl to go along with it. I don't know. But I'm excited to hear the single, man. I'm excited to hear how this Walking Home series is going to play out. It's going to be fresh to see. Like we're seeing an album made kind of in real time. Like as the songs get done, we're getting them. And that's that hasn't been done before, at least by ICP. And I like that they're going outside of their box to do this shit. Granted, it's a solo Violent J shit, but I fucks with it, and I'm hyped for the new single. They also announced going down. Let me look up the date just to make sure. April 28th, Violent J's birthday bash. They're going to be doing a, a show, a concert. For Violent J's 50th birthday, this motherfucker gonna be 80. Oh shit, it's your birthday. Oh no, it isn't. It's somebody's birthday. <laughs> but yeah, Violent J's 50th birthday, April 28th. It is a Thursday. Didn't say where. I'm sure we'll get the last minute announcement. Probably be a $100 concert. But it's going to be a Violent J birthday bash. He said he's booking artists that he fucks with. So this is going to be a concert curated by Violent J. And I'm sure it's going to be a dope show, man. I mean, ICP puts on dope shows. It just kind of is what it is. And dope to see. You know, and another thing that they're doing on Twitch, which is pretty cool. Apparently, they could do streams for subscribers only and they're actually showing the ICP's old school heat from Juggalo Weekend a few weeks back which looks like that they recorded themselves professionally recorded sounds really well it's dope to watch um and they're doing it in segments they aired part 2 last week again if you're a subscriber you can go rewatch the replay or watch it live as it happens. It was like an after-party show to the Slideshow Spectacular. And it was cool to see, man. I wish... I kind of wish they were showing the heavy metal headbang, fucking whatever the fuck they called that show, because that shit looked like it was lit. But maybe they're trying to keep that shit exclusive for the, the Ultra Live Monster 5 Ninjas. And yeah. So, they... They announced that as well. And then the last thing, tonight, Monday night, they're bringing back the Jam Exam. This is the the best show, hands down, the best show that they do with these streams, the Jam Exam. And they're going to be breaking down Carnival of Carnage, track by track, the entire album. Mm. Fucking fresh. I'm I'm super hyped for this shit. I love the Jam Exams. I love hearing the stories behind some of these songs. You know, they they did Joker's cards. They did the EPs. They did the Forgotten Freshnesses. And they kind of just handpicked a couple tracks here and there. But now we're getting full album breakdowns from ICP. This is going to be dope. I'm going to speculate that maybe they'll go in chronological order. Either by Joker's cards, you know, Carnival Carnage, Ringmaster, Riddlebox, Malenko, etc., or maybe like legit discography, Carnage, Beverly Kills, Ringmaster, Terror Wheel, and so forth. Regardless of how they do it, if we're getting full album breakdowns from ICP on their album, sign me the fuck up. That shit sounds dope. I just love hearing shit like that. And it's the best when they're doing podcast style shows. It really is. It really is. Just love that shit. And another thing I noticed with the ICP Twitch stream was the begging of bits. You know, you could donate bits, they call it, on Twitch, which is essentially 
you know, you spend money to buy these bits and then you could donate them to your favorite streamers or whatnot. And they legit had Manny begging for bits. Now, get into a little bit of speculation here. How are the Twitch streams doing? What's their subscriber count look like? They're, they are getting like a, a thousand juggalos watching per stream. But what is that translating into subscriptions? What is that translating into bits? Like, are Juggalos just not donating? Are they not giving a fuck and just watching the shit? Me personally, I did subscribe. And, yeah. It's only five bucks a month, if, and it's free if you have Amazon Prime. And ICP still gets paid if you use an Amazon Prime subscription through Twitch. They still get paid for that shit. It's probably at a discounted rate. You know, who knows? I don't know the fucking logistics behind it, but I think if we want to see these Twitch streams happen, like, I don't know, maybe they're just not getting love on Twitch like that. Like they had originally hoped but, like, they could do this on their YouTube channel. Why not do it on their YouTube channel? They already have mad amounts of subscribers on their YouTube channel. And you could trans transform, I guess, your YouTube channel into, like, you know, you could have it. You could have, like, you know, regular regular subscribers. And then you could pay for a subscription, just like Twitch, like five bucks a month. Make these videos subscriber exclusive, you know, stream them live on the main channel as it happens. But if you want to watch the replay, you have to be a paid subscriber to watch it. I mean, they have, I'm looking at their YouTube channel right now. They have 578,000 subscribers on YouTube. Now, maybe, and this will just, con I don't know if it'll confuse people, but move it from Twitch to YouTube because you already have those subscribers there. Like that, that base is already there that you've built up over the years. And they do post up highlights from the Twitch streams, which do get a few thousand views. I'm looking at their playlist right now. And I mean, there's shit. There ain't no time video has 292,000 views from three weeks ago. Like, they could do this these streams on YouTube instead of Twitch. But regardless, you know, I hope that I hope that this shit works out because some of these shows are just really good and highly entertaining. They really are. Oh shit. I'm breaking shit over here. And uh yeah. So hopefully it works out on Twitch. Hopefully it is working out on Twitch for them. You know, the begging, Manny begging for bitch shit was not really a good look, in my opinion, but hey. I guess it I guess it kind of just is what it is. And but I'm hyped for these these jam exams, man. I really am. I love the breakdown of songs like that gonna be fire can't wait to watch that carnival of carnage shit or the replay of it depending if i could stay up or not i've been again i've been grinding my fucking ass off this week i'm tired as fuck tired as shit sacrificing sleep like a motherfucker um but yeah all for the better betterment of the beneath the dirt podcast Let's keep it psychopathic related. Light. Light dropped an album. That's right. Light finally dropped his album. The album. Uh, is called Metamorphosis. It's up on all digitals now. You could go peep it. I haven't got a chance to check it out yet. I've been bumping that Joel Ortiz and Crooked this weekend, and I've been bumping a lot of ICP, The Tempest, these past couple weeks as well. 
a mad underrated slept on album that man took me a long time to fucking get into, but I really like it. And I just been bumping those two albums. Haven't got a chance to check out the light album. I've been seeing a lot of good feedback for it. A couple people said that they weren't really feeling it. One or two people saying that's kind of 50-50. But a lot of flame emojis for Light's Metamorphosis. I'd like to see this dude pump out some music videos and shit like that for the album. Really get into that grind mode and bang some shit out. You know, it took fucking five years for him to drop the album. After he dropped the EP that was on Psychopathic in 2017. You know, broke but still shining. You know, was supposed to happen. Didn't. Could still possibly happen at some point. Who the fuck knows? But Metamorphosis is out now. The features on here are crazy. I've seen people, uh, a couple of uh, people uh, that were featured on the album promoting the album as well, which is a good look for Light. And yeah, go peep that shit out. And speaking of Light... um. My fucking mouse just shit the bed. So the light album is done uh, or out. And speaking of light, we got the Rock the Doc tour with Hoodoo, Light, Scum, and DJ Clay going down. We got actual tour dates for it. And again, they are not hitting the East Coast. Granted, DJ Clay was just in the East Coast, and I did not go see the show, so that's on me, you know? But no East Coast dates for the tour as of yet. It does say more dates being added soon, but it's starting April 28th, going through May 15th. Ohio, Michigan, Minnesota, Missouri, Colorado, Washington, Oregon, Nevada, California. Midwest, West Coast states. Not hitting anywhere near the East Coast at all, as far as I could tell, looking at these tour dates. Uh, the closest that they're coming to the... They're just not coming close to the East at all on this tour. Yeah, is what it is. Um, but it should be a dope tour, man. I've never seen DJ Clay... Do his own set. I've seen him rock with like Shaggy. I've seen him rock with ICP. And that was always dope. You know have him, having him on the ones and twos. I never got to see him do. Some solo shit where he's rapping. Doing his fucking thing. Uh, I have seen Light Live. He puts on a pretty good show. I've seen Scum a handful of times. I've seen Hoodoo sometimes. So it should be a. You know should be a fucking dope show. And you know. Since COVID is over now somehow and the shows are just back, ain't no masks. And we just back to fucking normal in this motherfucker, except for the fucking extremely high gas prices. But hey, if it ain't one thing, it's the motherfucking another, right? But speaking of DJ Clay, one of his artists, his artist, Russell Hood, that's on Armed Robbery Entertainment, dropped a new single this week. That kind of flew under my radar until I was actually prepping the show today. and uh, But Russell Hood dropped the new single, Between the Lines. I have not heard it yet. Uh, I probably will check it out because I'm not sure if I have heard Russell Hood before. I know I've talked about him before on the, on the show. But new single from DJ Clay's artist, Russell Hood. Out now, Between the Lines, on all digitals. And I just want to know, when are we getting some new DJ Clay? DJ Clay dropped Over the Fear Of in 2019, if I'm not mistaken. No news on a new album from Clay. I, I, I know that Over the Fear Of is part one of a multiple part series. I forget how many parts off the top of my head. But that album was really good. And we need Clay to follow up with that shit like ASAP. We need Clay to follow up with that album. With a new album ASAP. And that album ain't on streaming. Why isn't Over the Fear Of on any streaming services? I don't even know if you can find that shit on YouTube. I'm going to look it up real quick. But that album was a solid project from DJ Clay. And that was the first time um, I got to hear 
like a solo project from DJ Clay. Yeah, we had the mixtapes on Psychopathic and whatnot. But, you know, those were mixtapes. Those were just featuring a ton of artists. He did have songs here and there. But yeah, Over the Fear of is on YouTube. Why isn't it on Apple Music? That's what I want to know. It's kind of unfortunate. It's kind of, you know, is what it is. Same with ICP's Mighty Death Pop. Not, yeah. Yes, Mighty Death Pop. Like, the actual album isn't on Apple Music. I can't speak for any other digital streaming, but all the bonus albums are on Apple Music except for the actual album. I hate when shit like that happens. I don't know why it happens. But like when I'm in the mood to listen to an album and I go look it up and it's not there when it should be there, especially like a, a newer album and it ain't up on streaming, it's like, fuck, man. And I don't carry CDs in the car like that anymore. I just don't. Not with streaming. Shit, I don't even listen to CDs anymore. Un- unless an album is not on streaming, I'm not listening to it. So if I do want to listen to Clay's album or Mighty Death Pop or no- any other album, that isn't on streaming. I got to rip the shit, you know? Got to break out my external CDR drive or whatever the fuck it is, CD drive, and rip the shit to my computer, import it to my iTunes, which takes five minutes at most from the time I start up my computer to import it. But still, even though I've supported the artist with buying the physical product of the album, I'd like to, you know, as well support them with the Point zero zero one penny per stream. So yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't even know how I got on that fucking tangent, but yeah. Oh, new DJ Clay album needs to fucking happen. Clay, let's go. Let's get the new. Fu- let's get another album popping. Let's get it. And then a couple more releases before we bounce the fuck out of here. Mad Child dropped a new song. This past Friday called Swamp Monster, which is available digitally everywhere that you like listening to music. And uh, yeah, this is like the mad child that I like hearing. This is like that boom bap mad child that's fucking fire. I, I like this shit. It's sounding good. And yeah, you should go peep it. If you like Mad Child, I think it's definitely worth your time. Um, I hope he stays in this direction again. He'd be switching his sounds up sometimes, you know, for the better, sometimes for the worse. But this right here, this single right here is for the better. And I actually saw him shipping packages out on Instagram. Hopefully this dude ships Everything that is owed to people. I'm still seeing people saying that they're waiting for merch packages from last year. Like, goddamn, and this dude's getting ready to drop an album on Suburban Noise with Obnoxious. I'd like to see Mad Child get in good standing with the fans before that album happens. I really would. And ultimately, I'd like to see Mad Child just say, fuck doing it by myself and have Suburban Noise do it for him. Just give them a fucking cut of the money. And have them take care of it because at least the people will get their shit. But it does seem like slowly, very fucking slowly, but surely he's working on getting people the merch that he paid for. It's just not cool to be ripping people off like that in this fucking scene. You know, it's not a very big scene, so you got to fucking stay, stay true to the fans and, and, you know. Keep your fucking side of the deal fucking good. Another new release that came out this week. Benny the Butcher, Tanatalk 4. Let's get into some Griselda news real quick. Um, Yeah. You, might, you know, some people might be surprised that this didn't make a, a favorite release of the week. I gotta be... I sh- You know, I just gotta keep... Keep it fucking real and keep it true. To me, this album was a disappointment. There are some good songs on here, but it's plagued by bad features. Bad features, man. 
The first song was the first single for the album, Johnny P's Caddy, featuring J. Cole. And I don't give a fuck. J. Cole is the most boring, overrated rapper ever. Ever. Snooze fest and a half. That beat is so good. I love that beat. Benny kills it on there. I wish J. Cole wasn't on there, and I just wish Benny just kept rapping on that shit. A song, that song, ruined by a feature. Second track, Back Two Times, featuring Stove God Cooks. Dope beat, dope shit from Benny, then Stove God Cooks comes in, and I'm just not feeling it. Skip to the next track, Super Plug, which is a dope track, like it. And then we get to song number four, Weekends in the Perrys, featuring Boldy James. Boldy James. Snooze fest. This dude literally sounds like he's sleeping on the microphone. Like, I don't get it, man. I don't get it. Like, those first four songs, it's so hard to get through those first four songs for me. And I fucks with Benny, man. I really do. Fucks with Benny heavy, man. He's one of my favorites. And he's rapping his ass off on here. The production from Alchemist, Beat Butcher, and Derringer on this album is so good, but plagued by bad features. And those first four songs are just so hard to get through because of the features. But then we get into 10 more Crack Commandments with Diddy. That shit is fire. I love that shit. Tyson vs. Ali with Conway. Bad hook. Very bad hook. Don't like the hook at all. Beats fire. The verses from Benny and Conway are super dope. Take out that hook and you'd have a fire fucking song. Uncle Bun featuring 38 Special. I, I dig it. You know, not the best Benny shit I've ever heard. Um, and then from there on out, it's not bad. You know, you got West Side Gun on Guerrero. But, you know, the features on Tana Talk 4 for me personally just ain't it. Just ain't it. I don't know. I was very disappointed with the album. I like Plugs 2 better so far than Tanatalk 4. Tanatalk 4 doesn't even hold a fucking candle to Tanatalk 3. Like, not even close. Not even close. And, you know, unfortunate for me, I'm seeing a lot of people show love for it, you know? Music is subjective and everybody fucking has different opinions and feels the music a different way. But for me, Tanatok 4 is just not it. Not it. Is there, there are a handful of songs on there that are good. But for me, the album that I'll be going back to this week is King Crooked and Joel Ortiz, The Rise and Fall of Slaughterhouse. That shit is fire. Love that album. It's literally fire, too. The fucking pig on the cover is on fire. So go peep that album. And shit. I know I've put people onto Griselda through this podcast, and I've seen I've seen those people show love for Tanatok 4. Again, I'm the guy that doesn't like the ill shit. I'm the guy that just doesn't like the ill shit. I, you know? I don't know what to say. Uh, but let's keep it going. Gmo Ski announced he's got a new single dropping March 31st. The song is called That Checks Out. So Gmo Ski will be releasing a song in just over two weeks, about two and a half weeks from uh, the day this podcast drops. And uh, I'm looking forward to it, man. Again, I've come around to Gmo Ski. I really have. Not that I ever slept on Gmo, because I, I, minus Charlie and the Filth Factory, I always checked out what Gmo was doing when he dropped Filthy Spirit Bomb. You know, I peeped that. Um, the singles, uh, the filth element, like the filth element is when he started winning me over. And then the features that he did with C. Lance, Stu Bang is. And the singles that he's releasing on his own, it's like, all right, this dude's fucking dope. I just, I guess that maybe I didn't understand it or whatever it was, but I'm fucking with Gmo now. I'm hyped to hear this new single drop in March 31st. That checks out. New shit from Gmo is is welcomed from me from here on out. Absolutely. Unless he starts pumping out some whack shit, I'll let you know. But until then, this dude is putting out dope music. Go check out the filth element because it's 
fire. Really good album from Gmo. And then we got a new album announcement from Stevie Stone. Talked about his little minute and a half single that he dropped last week. Well, pre-orders for Stevie Stone's Raising the Bar are available now. We got t-shirts, posters, bandanas, the actual CD itself. This is his first album, Post Strange Music. And I did a little bit of research. The merch company handling the merch for Stevie Stone is Magic Ninja Entertainment. The Great Merch Co. The Great Merch Company, owned by and operated by Magic Ninja, is handling Stevie Stone's merch. So that so that makes Stevie Stone, Chris Calico, Ritz, three former strange music artists, now getting their merch fulfilled through Great Merch Company, which is owned and operated by Magic Ninja, or at least somebody from Magic Ninja. It's the same P.O. box, same address as M&E's web store. And so you know... The whole point of bringing that up is, hey, you're going to get quality service as far as the merch goes. And if they're announcing it's going to come out on that day, chances are it's going to drop on that day. Anytime anybody drops merch now, I do my research and see who the fulfillment company is for that artist. I actually looked it up for Gmo Ski as well because I placed an order for the Filth Element. And I think Gmo Ski's merch is handled by a subsidiary of Get On Down. I could be wrong, but it's you know shipped from a place in uh, Massachusetts, the same town as Get On Down, ships their stuff through. I, d- I does my research to see who's handling their merch, if the artists themselves are doing it or if they got a merch company they're doing it. I want to know because I want to make sure people get their shit and with Stevie Stone's new project, it looks like you will get your shit. So the album, Raising the Bar, is dropping April 1st. So in just a few weeks, we're getting new Stevie Stone album. Merch pre-orders for the album are available now. So if you fucks with Stevie Stone, if you like those singles that he was dropping, they'll probably be on the album. Go copy one. And yeah. Much fucking love to everybody that's tuned in this week, man. We did it. We banged out another episode 186. The next episode is 187. I do a 187 on a motherfucking car. You know what I mean? So thank you again for tuning in. Much fucking love. Go peep out that Scotty D interview that I dropped. Go peep out my interview I did with Devereaux. Go peep out the class interview peep out the interview that we got dropping on this Thursday but go get you caught up on all the other ones much fucking love thank you for tuning in I'm Ron Bona the Beneath the Dirt Podcast and until next time I'm out hey. Hey.